When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Horse Tracks, a feature of Mile High Broncos podcast. Part of the Fans First Sports Network. Here's what's happening in Broncos country. Friday, everyone, and happy high school game day to those that celebrate. Shout out to my boys over at Cold Ballet. It's time to whoop some Weezer Wildcat butt today. It's time to go out and punch him in the face, metaphorically, but nonetheless, I you never really know on the offensive line. But hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Ross, and it's time to break down all the Broncos news you need to know coming out from yesterday. Today, we're going to be covering what Greg Penner is a part of. Um, some words from the offensive line and the running back core and how the offense can improve even further. And then some roster updates regarding this week's injury report so far. And the good news from Jerry Judy. And then we also got a little bit, not necessarily the Broncos relay news there at the end, but it's definitely going to affect them. And it's a good thing overall because the Chiefs are going to get busted. And that makes me happy. But of course, uh, like I said, this is Horse Tracks. Um, it, this is Mile High Broncos Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network. It's a lovely looking Friday, September 15th, and it's time to get into everything. But just real quick, if you haven't um, done so already, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, especially Instagram because yours truly runs it, and I see everything you guys post. Uh, really appreciate your guys' response. I, I mean, also check us out, milehighreport.com, tons of awesome articles daily. Uh, always appreciating the love that you guys show on those uh, offensive lines film reviews in, in, in break, game breakdowns. So I uh, appreciate you guys um, over on the world. Thank you for uh, watching on YouTube and for those that caught the live stream as well. Thank you very, very much. But let's get into the first bit of news because that is that the Broncos are now a part of a new committee formed by Roger Goodell. Greg Penner is now one of the five owners on Roger Goodell's quote, Super Ownership Committee. Now, this is a committee that was made to look at adjusting ownership rules. Uh, it's noted that the 30% minimum for controlling uh, ownership is getting harder to obtain since, you know, football franchises now cost about $6 billion freaking dollars. It's um, a lot of money. So, obviously, not everyone's able to afford that nearly as much, you know, so... I, apparently, they're going to be looking maybe reducing the um, percentage that you have to be to be a controlling owner. Um, unfortunately, this, I mean, isn't really going to be anything that affects games or 
gameplay or rules or anything like that. Um, I'm pretty sure Greg Pender is just out of here because he is uh, part of the richest ownership group, you know, with the, the Waltons and stuff like that. So that's probably why. I mean, anyone that has the ability to drop 400 grand on a new field for one game is probably going beyond this kind of super committee. Now let's hop into the next bit of news here with the offense giving light to how the group can improve come Sunday. And uh, this one is regarding the Broncos run game. Now, of course, during the game, they did have over four yards per carry. They did have a run of 12 yards, but that was their longest. Um, and so they didn't really have any explosive plays. Now, it depends on your definition. Um, I guess personally for me. In college, we counted any passing play of 20 yards or more and any run play of 10 yards or more as explosive. So if you're going by those standards, and yes, the Broncos run of 10 yard, 12 yards is explosive, but not everyone's going to count that one, I guess. Um, but this comes from, we're going to take a look at a couple quotes here from uh, offensive guard Quinn Miners and Javante Williams. So Miners, he says, I think there's still more meat on the bone when it comes to the run game. And Williams said we could have had a lot more explosive plays. Um, so I agree too. I agree. It looks like, I mean, there's a couple times where, uh, I mean, I remember that one third down um, where luckily I think this is from the, uh, when they ran to the, the, the punter, so the Broncos got the ball back anyway. But when Samaj P. Ryan hit the edge and tried to get outside on a third and one when he could have just gone north and south and gone the first down, so that was annoying. But what you saw here, there's some miss uh, double team blocks by the offensive line. Um, there were some linebackers that didn't go that didn't get picked up. Um, so this is just kind of like a, a meshing thing that's going to take a little bit more time. So the O line. They need to finish your blocks. Need to make proper reads on second level and double teams. Running backs need more time and gelling with the offense line in terms of running behind them. Same band of blockers, seeing the cutback legs that they provide. That's just going to be something that's going to take a little bit of time. And especially the biggest meat that was left on the bone. Let's talk about the last drive of the game where on first down and 10, they run the ball, they get stuffed. It's second 11, and they're not able to recover from that. So if the Broncos are able to improve the run game just marginally, Really just marginally, because it was, it was already pretty good. But they're able to marginally improve that. Their offense is going to look tremendously better. They were able to dink and dunk all over the Raiders' offense and passing game for the most part. Russell Wilson, once again, let's talk about it. He looked great. Uh, if not great, he at least looked really good and a lot better than he did last year. So the Broncos can really solidify that run game, rush for 120 yards to 100. If they can break 150 yards against the Commanders this week, that's going to bode very on the ground. That's going to bode very, very well for them. Now let's get into the last little bit of Broncos news and take a look at some roster updates. So um, on Thursday, they brought in a left-footed punter, uh, Brock Miller. Uh, I think he was, I believe he was a XFL standout. Um, they also had long snapper Jake McQuaid in for a tryout as well. Now, I don't think, and there has been no reports of signings, and I don't really think that necessarily this is going to be Miller being brought in to compete with Riley Dixon. This is more of practice for Washington because Washington's punter, Tressway, he's a lefty. So it makes sense to bring in a left-footed punter for practice to give Nims and Smith practice in receiving punts from a left-handed kicker. 
or left-footed, left-footed kicker. Yes, punter, whatever. Yeah, so obviously, you know, when you hear that the Broncos brought in a specialist, you kind of think, oh, maybe a new kicker to help uh, compete against Will Lutz. Nope, um, it's for practice, but this is a good move um, for that. It always helps to prepare your receiver or your, your uh, um, yeah, your uh, kick return guys or your punt return guys for something like this. Nothing wrong with that. It's smart football, but probably not going to be affecting the roster itself. Right, and the injury report from Thursday. Now, if you guys were listening last year, you would remind, you remember how freaking long that thing was. And there's always a challenge every week um, to say it all in one breath. Luckily, we don't have to do that this time, but still not short by any means. So, um, on the Broncos injury report, as of Thursday, Greg Dulcich uh, did not practice. Frank Clark, while limited yesterday, he or on Wednesday, he did not practice on Thursday. Jerry Judy, full participant on Thursday. DJ Jones, a full participant on Thursday. And Riley Moss, as well, full participant on Thursday. Great news, so it looks like his recovery and rehab is going well. Um, the news on Dulcich, of course, is at this point is that he's going to be missing a handful of weeks. The good news about this, though, is he has not been placed on the short-term injury reserve. So he should be back in probably three weeks or less. So good news from that front, especially considering the hamstring he injured was the one that was also giving him issues last week where he missed about seven weeks due to that injury. Um, really good. And then there's some more insight about Jerry Judy too. Of course, really good that he was a full participant in this practice. In fact, um, the report was on Sunday uh, against their game. Uh, before the game, they actually had a mini workout uh, tailored to Jerry Judy to see if he would be able to go for that game. Now, obviously, he wasn't able to play. Um, but with him... With the fact that he's a game-time decision, essentially, last week, with him being a full participant on Thursday, boating very, very, very likely that he will be suited up and ready to go against the Commanders this Sunday. Uh, So, obviously, great news that Russell Wilson looked good already, and now he's going to get his best weapon back. That makes me, and I'm sure you guys, very happy. Um, Then Frank Clark, he is reportedly expected to miss a couple weeks with that hip injury he has recently suffered. Suffered that at practice. Um, So um, it's not considered serious, but he is in the whole week-to-week realm. Um, Maybe this gives more of a reason, more of a push to the young guys. Please step up in the pass rush department because it was horrible on Sunday. Need Nick Benito. We need Jonathan Cooper. We need you boys really getting after the quarterback and putting the, the pressure on uh, Sam Howell. And then some last bit of news that we get to end on the, the Chiefs related stuff is we all know just how horrible, horrible that stuff with Juwan Taylor jumping, false starting, lining up behind the, uh, the, the uh, hip of the center or the, the waistline of the center, doing all sorts of legal stuff. We all know who, how irritating that was, and if the Chiefs did win that game, we'd be even more mad. But luckily, they did not. Shout out to the Detroit Lions by the kneecaps. But the news on this is that the NFL plans to crack down on illegal tackle alignment starting this week. Of course, this is part of the debacle in week one with the Chiefs uh, right tackle. Um, this is per Matt uh, Verderam. Um, and then this was highlighted in the weekly training tape, which is, of course, sent to all 32 clubs and officials. So the Chiefs 
are actually not going to be able to cheat if all things go well. Now, this is something that does not happen frequently. The officials in the league pushing back against what the Chiefs were doing and the Chiefs cheating. Maybe, just maybe, times are changing for the better. Guess we'll truly see uh, sometime soon. Maybe Broncos catch a win the game against the Chiefs this year, but that might be asking a bit too much. I guess we'll see, right? But anyways, that's going to wrap it for us this on this edition of Horse Tracks. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, especially if you stuck until the end. If you haven't done so already, make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google um, Podcasts. If you haven't done so yet or whatever platform you're currently listening to this on. If you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to, to subscribe. And if you haven't checked out YouTube yet, go ahead and check it out now. Um, you can find it at Mile High Broncos Podcast. That's where we do our live streams. That's where we post um, video podcast that's where we have a whole heck of a lot of fun and we appreciate you guys checking us out there as well now um you know, so social medias facebook instagram and twitter um and then of course find everything at milehighreport.com but with that being said my name is ross you guys have a fantastic friday have a awesome weekend and go out and uh, be a positive impact on uh, someone today we appreciate you guys we love you guys god bless and we'll see you in the next one